The Pat Kenny Show on News Talk with Matter Private Network. During current restrictions, don't ignore your health concerns. Our expert team is ready to help. Before we uh, talk about the Samsung S22 Ultra, we want to talk about that outage which affected a lot of people trying to use credit cards yesterday. What happened? Yeah, this is one of the downsides of moving towards a cashless society. So uh, yesterday afternoon, a payments company called Opeo, um, people may know them better as SagePay, they changed name a few years ago. They had a massive outage and it caused headaches right around the country. Um, So essentially the technology that you see at a terminal so when you're you know tapping or whether you're putting it in your pin that terminal uh, there was basically a communication error on their side and it meant that card payments were declined the company has around 50,000 customers in Ireland and now they're saying that not every outlet was impacted but at around 11 o'clock last night they posted on their website to say that the system has been fixed and the system is back up and running. Now in the last hour they've put up an apology on Twitter saying that they experienced a service disruption yesterday that impacted transactions. They apologise to customers for the disruptions and they take the matter very seriously and are working to understand what steps may be taken to help prevent this from happening in the future. They didn't explain what happened though, what went wrong, what, no. which bit failed no. no, and I think that is that is cause for concern, particularly when, as I mentioned there, you know, I couldn't tell you the last time I either saw my debit card or had cash in my possession. I just pay with my phone. And so if I was out getting food, necessary, like very necessary supplies, um, I would have been stranded. And I think I wasn't the only person in that boat. So I do yeah. think it's a big issue that they need to elaborate further, I suppose, on the cause of the issue. Now, Jess, we want to talk about the Samsung S22 Ultra, which is the Rolls-Royce of uh, the S22. Yeah, if you like your smartphones and if you are somebody who, you know, could do their entire job from their smartphone, if only one could keep up with you, this is for you. Uh, So this is the final of the uh, S22 lineup. We've talked about all the phones now. And the Ultra is what I would describe as a powerhouse because it blows everything else out of the water. And... I often talk to you about phones and I talk through, you know, things like the camera, the screen, the battery, the power of the device and so on. This phone that I'm holding in my hands now ticks every single box. And if you were a fan of the Galaxy Note range that was around a few years ago, then again, this is for you. It has a 6.8 inch AMOLED screen. And it looks stunning. It has that slightly curved design around the sides. Um, it's the only one of the of the S22 range to do that. And Everything looks stunning. As I've said before, I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch a lot of Netflix on my phone. And having a screen like this with the adaptive 120 uh, 120 hertz uh, refresh rate everything looked incredibly smooth. Uh, There's also 3K resolution and I was just blown away by the second I turned it on. You know when you turn on a phone and the logo pops up on the screen, you can tell instantly that the blacks are black and the whites are white and it just looks so crisp. Uh, So first impressions were very, very strong. Um, As we've come to expect with the high-end phones, and this is very much a high-end phone, the camera is incredible. Uh, So you have a pretty impressive stack at the back. There's a 108 megapixel uh, camera, which is a regular wide uh, wide angle lens. There's a 12 megapixel ultra wide lens, two 10 megapixel telephoto lenses. um, And they have this thing called the space zoom. So you could, in theory, uh, zoom in times 100 and see something that's super far away 
and capture the image. Now, I've played around with this quite a bit. I was up on the balcony here of Marconi House. It's not really usable. You can kind of make out some shapes, but you wouldn't post it on your Instagram grid if you get me. Um, The big thing for a device like this, particularly given that it's focused towards business users, is the battery. Because there's no point in having a super powerful phone that can do all the things that you need it to do if the battery is rubbish. And thankfully, it's not. There's a 5000 milliamp battery on this phone and it lasted an entire day despite having that incredibly bright, incredibly um, you know, responsive screen. Uh, I got a full day throughout. But the big thing for a lot of people, uh, little nerds like me, would be the S Pen. And that is the Samsung Stylus. So it's stored on the left side of the device. It had previously been on the right side. It's a small thing, but it's a bit pernickety because if you are right-handed like me, it just means you have a bit of faffing around mm-hmm. to do. But again, not the end of the world. And I forgot how much I loved the stylus. Um, it's very handy just to doodle little notes on your screen. I use it quite a bit uh, for calendar purposes. You know, if you've got a lot of uh, appointments in your diary and so on, you can use the S Pen to highlight certain events. It's just easier and more precise than using your finger. All in all, this is so impressive. As I said before, if you want to do, and if you're someone like me who in theory could do 95% of their job from their smartphone, this is the way to go because everything about it is just incredibly impressive. Price. Okay. Hope everybody's sitting down now because this is not an affordable phone. There are three different price points. Um, so it starts at €1,299 and that is to buy it outright. If you're buying it on a bill plan, you will, of course, get it cheaper. But that's to buy it outright. And the spec on that would be 8 gigs of RAM, which is very powerful, and 128 gigs of storage. And the most expensive configuration of this phone is €1,499. And that is for 12 gigs of RAM and 512 gigs of storage. So that's, you know, if you absolutely need to have the best of the best, you're looking at €1,500 for that. Okay, so it is not uh, for the faint-hearted, but for the business user who loves the S Pen. Um, well, mm-hmm. that's the, the the way to go. All right, Jess. Uh, questions coming in for you. Could Jess advise me if the Samsung A thirty two is a good buy in that price range? I have a Samsung S seven at the moment, but I need to change it. I would appreciate Jess's advice. That's from Maureen. Yeah, the A thirty two is a very good phone. The this the the A range has received a bit of a facelift in recent years. It doesn't look like an affordable phone. So the price bracket of this one, depending on where you buy it, is less than three hundred euros. So between two hundred and fifty and two hundred and eighty nine euro, it looks like a high end phone. It it behaves and performs like a mid range phone. Um, it, you're not going to get the same performance that you would have had from your S seven when you took it out of the box initially. It is five G enabled though. Um, as far as I know, you can get it five G enabled, so you would be getting it, and it would sort of stand the test of time. So absolutely, yeah, go ahead. Uh, another one. Could Jess mention the name of the movie projector she recommended a few times on the show? That's from Frankie. Yes, I can. It is the Philips Neopix Easy. That's what it's called. And uh, you can buy it pretty much everywhere. I got my own from Littlewoods. And what's the 
resolution like when you project it onto your wall? Yeah, it's good. You know, it depends on a number of factors. Um, So what you need to consider first and foremost is uh, do you have a blank, a completely blank wall that you can put it on? Next, you need to consider the brightness of the room. I know a lot of people were looking at them for their gardens, for example, um, during last summer. But you need to take into into account that the brightness and so on. The resolution is quite good depending on the source that the media is coming from. Um, because there are multiple ports on the device that you can um, stream through. I think it also has Bluetooth enabled as well. So it depends on the quality of the source, but it absolutely is great for entertaining kids or if you're interested in your sport and you want to project it onto a big blank wall in a dark room, it does the job. I'm working from home, need an office printer. I don't print much at all. So a small need printer would be ideal. What would you recommend? Budget 100 to 150 euro. Brenda in Mayo. Yeah, there are quite a few. The, the one that I always recommend is the HP NV 6020E. Um, it is sort of bog standard. It's less than 100 quid. <clears throat> it's very easy to get the uh, cartridges as well. And it's not that expensive to refill as well. A uh, question about that uh, S22 Ultra. Um, do you get headphones with it? Do you get a charger with it? In the review box that I had, uh, you get the cable and you don't get headphones as far as I can remember. No, um, a lot of the tech companies now are doing away with the pluggy bit, uh, which is the technical term, and the headphones to try and reduce their uh, footprint. So, but you're getting the cable. Okay, that's what they say, that they not that they want to save money. Not at all, <laughs> but, Pat, it's for the environment. But, <laughs> but the truth is that many of us, when we change our phone, we still have a charger that will do the job, yeah, but particularly... You- you know, a 13 amp that you plug in, it's got the transformer built in and you get a USB output. Yeah. Um, you know, most people have those and no point in having, you know, 20 of them. No, but one thing to note, though, is that a lot of the um, phones now, and even I was on uh, the train yesterday and the trains and the buses all have USB ports onto them now to help people charging and so on. But the majority of the cables that come with smartphones now are USB-C to USB-C meaning that you can't actually plug into those ports, which I know is such a first world problem. But it is worth noting. And so if you don't have a USB-C to USB-C pluggy bit, um, you may not, you may have to go out and source one, yeah. basically. I mean, you, you can buy an adapter anyway that yeah. you can plug your, your USB into the USB-C thing. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next one. Uh, why is my recording voice messages saying downloading when I want to listen back to them? I haven't a notion. Um, I honestly don't know. It, it could be something to do with your network. Um, I don't know if it's a particular app that you're using, but if you want to email patkenny at newstalk.com, I will take a look, do a bit of digging and get back to you. What is the best alternative to Netflix, uh, affordability, choice of movies and all of that? Now, I am the worst person in the world to be asking this because I've seen about six movies in my lifetime. But um, there are plenty of services out there. We have Netflix, we have Disney Plus, we have Apple TV. I think the cheapest one is actually Apple TV. It's only four ninety nine a month. But in terms of the calibre of TV shows and movies, I'm sure many experts would say it's probably not the best. You can get a Netflix plan, I think, from eight ninety nine a month. Um, it's also worth, you know, shopping around a little bit. You know, on Now TV, for example, you can sign up for the free trial, uh, get your seven days. If you decide to sign up and then quit after a month they'll offer you a discounted price. So they might give you three months for the price of one month and so on. So you just need to be a little bit savvy when it comes to this. Um, but it, like my big point with all of these streaming services is 
you could just opt for one but if you're not using it or if it doesn't have the content that you want then it's not really that good value for yeah. money so it depends on what you're interested in uh, this final one can Jess please advise on the best way to store my phone photos and videos I'm on Apple but may switch in the future so where is the best cloud storage I use Google Photos so I'm still using an iPhone and I pay I think it's three quid a month for storage on Google Photos um, I just put the Google Photos app onto my iPhone and it syncs all of my images directly up to the cloud um, if you already have an iCloud account or any other storage it is possible to just drag them across to Google Photos and just have them stored in one place that means regardless of what operating system you use in the future you'll just be able to access them from the app uh, and a final question, when you have photos that you've taken a long time before and you haven't uh, geotagged them or anything like that, can you do it subsequently? It is possible to do it. So sometimes it depends on if there are identifying features and so on. The phone, the technology is getting pretty smart and it can recognise a ton of things. It can recognise, for example, photographs from outdoors that may help sync it. Uh, it may be able to identify the country it was taken in and then you can just get more precise than that. But it is possible to do. It just can be a bit of a time consuming process. Jess Kelly, our News Talk technology correspondent. Thank you very much for joining us. 